0: I want you to open your Bibles once again tonight to the Word God. It's put into my heart for the night. That is from Leviticus chapter twenty-six and the ninth verse. If you have an amplified Bible or a classic amplified version of the Bible, it would be nice to keep it open. There's more explanation. It's it's a more beautifully explained in those versions. So. Let's open our Bibles to Leviticus chapter 26 and verse 9 to us.
1: For I will turn toward you with favor and regard and make you fruitful and multiply you and I will establish and confirm my covenant with you. Amen.
0: You know, I'm so amazed that the Lord is giving every week on the word favor from every book of the Bible. We saw God's favor arresting us in Genesis We saw the God-given confidence or the favor-given confidence in Exodus. Today again, God has given a word from the book of Leviticus. It says, For I will turn toward you with favor and regard and make you fruitful and multiply you. And I establish and confirm my covenant with you. Wow. Hallelujah. If you want to title this word, the uncommon favor in my world. Everybody say, the uncommon favor in my world. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. There is something called uncommon favor. When God says, I will turn towards you, that's uncommon favor. When God decides to say, I'm going to turn towards you, oh, hallelujah. There is uncommon favor going to manifest Uncommon favor that is going to come into your life. Uncommon favor that is going to enter into your life. When God himself say, I'm going to turn myself to you. It's such a powerful word in Hebrew. I'm going to turn. I'm going to set myself up. I'm going to turn myself. God is saying this night, I'm going to set myself up for you. I'm going to set myself, hallelujah, up to show favor into your life. God is setting himself up, hallelujah, in such a time as this, to show his favor over your life. If you believe it, put your hands together, hallelujah, give a praise offering unto Jesus. I will turn toward you. Another version says, I will treat you with such kindness. Your treatment is going to change. Hallelujah. Look at two people and say, my treatment. Hallelujah is going to change. God's treatment over your life is about to change. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. When you go to, you know, for certain hospitals, for certain diseases, they said the treatment has to change. If the same treatment is done to you, you will never progress. You will never get healed. You will never come out of this. God knows this. His treatment is about to change. He knows to get you out of this present situation, this present crisis. Hallelujah. There is lockdown. He knows the treatment has to change. A favorable treatment is about to enter into your life. Hallelujah. Believe it. Receive it over your heart this night in the name of the Lord. Another version says, I will have respect unto you. I will respect you. When God respects you, people cannot look down upon you. Hallelujah. Because there is such weightage God will put in your world. There is something, a weightage God gives to you. Not only in your world, but in your words. When there is such weightage in your words, people will not dare look down upon you. It is called uncommon favor. Hallelujah. A shepherd boy speaking to the king and king listening uncommon favor. Last week we heard the tribe of Izaka, only 200 people but leading people Hallelujah. Of thousands and five thousands. Uncommon favor. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, there is weightage in your world. In other words, God is saying, Your set time has come. Hallelujah. Your set time has come. Go to Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 9. Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 9.
1: For behold, I am for you and I will turn to you in favor and you shall be cultivated and sown. See,
0: I am for you and I will turn to you in favor. When God touched to you, He knows He's for you. That's what Romans 8 says. If He's for you, who or what can be against you. When certain battles came into my life, I said, Lord, whether will I get out of these battles? Will I ever get out of this mess and situations? And God asked me something. Son, what do you think? Whether I'm for you or against you? If I am for you, you have to get out of it. (laughs) Hallelujah. Be settled in your hearts tonight. If you are the child of the living God. If you are set apart unto God. Hallelujah. For greatness and for glory. If you are washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And have surrendered your life to Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me tell you tonight. If God is for you. Who or what can be against you. Who speaks about people. What speaks about things. What people or what things can be against you. Hallelujah. What people. Hallelujah. Or what things can be against you. Nothing. Oh hallelujah, nothing, and you shall be cultivated and sown. Oh Rabalabashandala Rabashia. When God's uncommon favor come upon your life, you yourself will become a seed of favor. He said, You will be cultivated and you shall be sown. In other words, when you sow mangoes, seed, you will get mangoes. When you sow a chaco seed, you will get chacos. When God said, I'm going to sow you, which means I'm going to make many chacos who carry this favor. Come on, somebody. When God's uncommon favor come into your life, God will start sowing you into the city, sowing you into this country, sowing you into the nations. Because I said, I so love the favor that I put over this man that I want it to be multiplied this favor in other people's life. You will become a tribe or oh, a generation of God's favor. When God cultivates you, when He tilts you, and when He sows you, you will become an instrument. You will become another. F- Hallelujah. Oh, Rabbalabalasiyas. Seed of favor in somebody else's life, a favor generation will rise because you are sown. It says, I want people like you. And sometimes I feel the day that you have born again, God has taken the patent rights over you. Hallelujah! God wants his product to be patented, exclusive right. Granted by himself to use you for him. He has invented you and he has patented you. So he said, I have exclusive right. No devil can touch him. Oh, come on somebody. God has exclusive right over our lives. We are created. We are invented for God's favor to be shown over the principalities, authorities and dominions and darkness. He has the patent rights. Not the COVID-19. Not the situations of the world. Not the present experiences. God has complete rights over you. He has the exclusivity over your life. Oh come on somebody. Come on somebody. Usually, the patent rights is for a certain number of years. God has taken it for eternity. Come on. God has taken us for eternity. I will turn. One of the other versions, or one of the other meanings for that word turn, is dawn. Dawn. The first appearance of the daylight. Paul said, After a shipwreck, after many nights, I've seen the light. After many nights, I've seen my breakthroughs. Paul, after the wreck in the ship, he's saying, after many nights, I've seen the light. I think the wind that attacked Paul was called Euroclodian, something like that, Euroclodian. Like Katrina or like, uh, you know, one of those great winds. The storm... It can take the spiritual stamina out of Paul. But when God's uncommon favor comes over your life, the storm will lose its stamina. Come on somebody. Hallelujah. Praise it. Be the name of the Lord. The storm lost its power. The storm lost its energy. The storm disappeared. The storm left them. The storm decided to leave. Some of the problems have decided to leave because of God's uncommon favor over your life. Your stamina is getting stronger. Your energy is getting stronger. Your youth is renewed by the day. Come on. Your anointing is increased by the day. That's what is happening. Your prayer life is becoming stronger by the day. Your life is becoming meaningful by the day. Your life is becoming pictureless by the day. Come on. Hallelujah. Because God's unfavor. Oh yeah, yeah. There are islands in front of you. There are good people in front of you. There are ministries in front of you. There are healing ministries in front of you. Come on. There is Rome in front of you. You're going to stand before great people. For oh, God is, hallelujah, has shown unfavor. His light is dawned over your life. In other words, for that word is approach. When he turns, when he approaches me, just like where the prime minister's vehicle is approaching in, in the city, everything is suddenly stopped. Hallelujah. Is't amazing that everybody becomes, you know, everything stops, road is cleared, rest of the traffic is blocked. Because He's approaching. When God is approaching into your life, everything stands still. Come on. He's come to see you come on somebody. He's coming and saying I have need of you and there are some things that I've spoken over your life and I'm determined to finish it. I've come here, hallelujah just to see him. Everything around you becomes standstill. Everybody is silenced. Even the devil is silenced. People are silenced. Everything is blocked. It is just for you. The high limelight is on you. The spotlight is on you. Everything is standing still. Let there be such an experience over you tonight that you see everybody is Blocked, everything is blocked just for you for the glory of Jesus Christ. If you believe it, put your hands together and pray the Holy Ghost for some time. He is approaching you, He is meeting with the church tonight. Hallelujah! He, you, we are under the limelight tonight. Everything is blocked. yeah, yeah, a complete shutdown for the church. The devil thought he completely shut it down. That was for the world. For as was we are concerned, it was a lockdown with Jesus Christ. This was a shutdown setting us up. Come on somebody. Halle to a triumphant, to a favorable church for the glory of God. If you believe it, pray in the Holy Spirit. Oh, the fire of the Holy Ghost. Oh, Sometimes everyone will, you know, get agitated and say, Why is this block? Why is such delay? The police says, the Prime Minister, the Prime Minister. The angels are saying, Gabriel announced, Hallelujah, praise God. Mary, highly favored of the Lord. Everything is stilled. Only Mary can hear because there is a meeting God has appointed with this child I am a child of God if you know what you that means to you, that I'm a child of God, that means God will make appointments with you. Hallelujah! Time for greatness, Hallelujah! Just as He met, when appointed with the appointed with the Abraham's and Noah's and the Daniel's, uh, He will make appointments with you. Hallelujah! To take you into a Hallelujah, glory to God, a journey Hallelujah of greatness and favor of uncommon favor. I pray tonight, Lord, Rabadi Askerah, in the name of Jesus who spoke this word I pray let there be divine supernatural uncommon appointments with God's children God's church tonight in the name of Jesus just like the rest of the people wait favor exempts you from waiting in the queue for a long time some of you have been in the queue for a long long time wait is over. Look to people I said, wait is over. It's your turn. Say it's your turn. God has turned to you. When God turns to you it's your turn. When God turns to you it's your turn. Isn't it amazing the Hebrew word it also means to decline. I was asking the Lord. Lord what does that mean? It means I don't want your suggestions. It is a declining of your suggestions. Elijah said only I am there. <laughs> Declined. Elijah said, I want to die. Declined. I don't want your suggestions. Come on somebody tonight. God does not want your suggestions. He has already pre-planned what is best for you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He hates when you, Hallelujah, tell him what to do. Come on somebody. He hates the creator of the heavens and the earth. The creator who creates you hates when he tells you, when you tell him what to be done. Come on. He has already pre-planned before the foundations of the world. Even the lamb was slain. Hallelujah. Don't tell him what to be done. Hallelujah. Just receive from heaven. Hallelujah. It's all done. All things work together for the good for those who love him. And call, According to his purpose, hallelujah! Glory to God. Abraham took a suggestion from Hagar, from Sarah, and later brought Hagar, God H, you take those kind of snake voices, it was a snake moment for Hagar to come and brought. Two nations brought a division into the entire plan of God. When your suggestions go ahead, then God's, it brings a division. It brings confusion. It brings two camps. We have to tell ourselves no suggestion to the Lord. Let's take what He says. Hallelujah. We know God doesn't want our suggestions. Hallelujah. Eve took in a suggestion. Isn't it amazing? I was... thunderstruck when I understood Eve heard the voice of the serpent inside Eden and God told me just because you are in Eden doesn't mean that every voice that you hear is from the Lord. Come on. Hallelujah. Just because, Hallelujah, you have prayed and you have fasted and just because you know certain scriptures and because you have in the past walked with God and Hallelujah, praise God, doesn't mean that, Hallelujah. Every voice that you hear is from the Lord. Check with the word of God. Because they did not decline it, the snake voice, the entire Hallelujah. Humanity got into trouble. Come on, somebody. See, when your suggestion comes in, humanity is in trouble. Your family is in trouble. Come on. Your world is in trouble. We don't want your world to be in trouble. We don't want your husband, wife, spouse, children, hallelujah, to be in trouble. We don't want the people who you relate with to be in trouble. That's why I said, you have to trust what God says. He doesn't want your suggestion. Jesus himself declined the offer. When Peter said, Oh, let this not happen to you. (laughs) He declined the offer. He said, You small-minded fellow. Come on. Hallelujah. He declined the offer. He had small plans. That's Our suggestions all equals to small plans. God's uncommon favor accelerates us to greater plans. Come on. What do you want tonight? It's a hallelujah choice. Do you want uh, your suggestions? Come on. Hallelujah. you petty. Hallelujah. Come on. Suggestions. Or you want to accelerate into the plan of God? You want to speed up into the plan of God? Do you want to go, hallelujah, and die under a juniper tree? Or do you want to anoint Elisha? Sir? Hallelujah. Do you want to elisha, anoint the next generation? Do you want to be the voice in the city? Hallelujah. For revival? Come on, somebody. Revive Revival. Revival is his voice. Revival. Hallelujah. What does that word mean? That word means Psalm 102, verse 30.
1: You will arise and have compassion on Zion, for it is time to be gracious and show favor to her. Yes, the appointed time, the moment designated has come.
0: The moment designated. For oh, it is time. Everybody says, time hallelujah. That word means God has turned because it's time. The time has come. Your set time has come. Your designated time has come. Your appointed time has come. Hallelujah. There is a set time for the favor of God to manifest in your life. I believe God is speaking about the Favor of God through Pastor Rajesh. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's because it is the designated time for the church to enjoy the favor of God. Come on. In the name of Jesus. It is the designated time to enjoy the favor of God. Oh, if you believe that, say, my time has come. Open your mouth by faith and say, my time has come. Have faith on the word favor and say, my time has come. Every unbelief to be broken and say, my time has come. Thank you, Jesus. I feel the anointing of God. Hallelujah. We have learned it. There are chronology, chronology and there is kairos. Chronology represents a chronological time that is calculated in seasons, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, years, decades and millennia. We can look back on those events and know what's happened. Let's go chronological way of doing things It comes from the word chronos but there is something called kairos it represents God's divine intervention in your life to accelerate or to bring certain occurrences or events in your behalf when the Bible says it's set time when the Bible says he's turning towards you he's saying it's your kairos moment it's your Kairos moment. It's God's divine inst- inter- intervention in your life to accelerate. He's accelerating himself on behalf of you so that certain occurrences, certain events shall take place in your life. Hallelujah. Certain events. It might be marriage. It might be a financial favor. It might be a new door opening for the church for ministry. Hallelujah. It might be a new step of faith. It might be a new move of God. It might be a hallelujah. Praise God. A, a new love that you have for the Lord in your heart it might be something new that's going to happen no then it is the set time God has turned towards you it might be certain struggles suddenly leaving your life and you see yourself free from certain sins and certain, hallelujah uh, certain vicious cycles because you know something has happened that is because a set time, come on, set time of God's favor, that sin does not have any more power over your life, that struggle does not have any more power over your life for God has favored you Hallelujah. When God favors you, hallelujah, barrenness cannot have power over your life. You will become pregnant. You will become pregnant because God has decided. It is a moment that is unplanned and unexpected and unscheduled. Hallelujah. When God decides to bless on favor and you respond in faith can have uncommon results. Set time. Look at Esther chapter 2. When her set time came. Hallelujah. Esther chapter 2 verse 15.
1: Now as for Esther, the daughter of Abihail, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her in as his own.
0: When her turn came, go to the king hallelujah come on somebody when god turns to you your turn will come some of you say when will my turn come when jesus turns to you hallelujah jesus finds you it is when you will have that one golden opportunity Some of you are going to have that one golden opportunity over your life. One memorable opportunity that you will never, never, never forget. Hallelujah. Once in a life opportunity is going to touch your life. Lift your hands and say that once in a life opportunity is going to come over my life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When that comes, favor for the most part is an unexplainable blessing that comes into your life. Hallelujah. Unexplainable. It does not follow any natural or rational or reasoning explanations. Why it happened, how it happened, when it happened, nothing. You know it's happened. Hallelujah. It's like the noiseless miracles Pastor spoke to about. Just happened. Hallelujah. It's a set time victory by the blood of Jesus uncommon favor in your world how many of you want it tonight everybody say uncommon favor because we are so so used to seek storm if a storm doesn't come if a problem bad news doesn't come for us you know you say something is wrong with our life <laughs> because we are so used to hearing it if one fight doesn't happen Happen, Hallelujah. Let's see a few examples tonight. 2 Samuel chapter 9 verse uh, uh, 3 and 7 and 8.
1: And the king said, Is there no longer anyone left of this house? of Saul to whom I may show the goodness and graciousness of God. Ziba replied to the king, There is still a son called Jonathan, whose feet are crippled. David said to him, Do not be afraid, for I will certainly show you kindness for the sake of your father Jonathan, and will restore to you all the land of your grandfather Saul, and you shall always eat at my table. Again, Mephibosheth, lay himself face down and said, what is your servant that you would be concerned for a dead dog like me? Amen.
0: When king turns to you, hallelujah. When king turns to you, when David turned to that young man, hallelujah. From a dead dog, the table of the king from a crippled boy to the table of the king from Lord Debar useless barren lifestyle to the plentiful table of the king it is a time when the king himself has decided to look at you with graciousness without Looking at your crippleness, but he's not looking and counting you down because of your crippleness, because of your weakness, because of a past something disadvantages that has happened to you, but is looking beyond that and adamantly deciding to promote you is God's. Adamance against human reasoning. Let me tell you tonight, our God is a king. King of kings who is adamant to promote you to rule and reign as kings. He does not want you to sit like a dead dog. Hallelujah. At somebody else's mercy. He's going to promote you. Hallelujah. To your own table. Come on. God is going to give your own table. To your own business. To your own. Hallelujah. Oh. Your own next move. Come on. God does not want you to be under the mercy of somebody. He's going to promote you. Hallelujah. To your own table. Oh yeah. Yeah. Come on, somebody. To your own. Hallelujah. Bank account. He does not want you to take Lord. He's going to promote you. Your bank account into the next level. Come on. Come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Most of us are always looking at somebody's table. David said, half of mine is yours. You can have your own table. Oh, yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Isn't it wonderful? God looks beyond Your natural limitations, and he is placing an unlimited favor over your life. Hallelujah! Cannot be limited by human standards because of his goodness and graciousness. Look at the second example the backslidden Peter, who backslid in John chapter 20, when Jesus decided to turn to him. The Bible says, first he repented without saying a word, one look of Jesus made the man repent from his denial hallelujah to once again to stand strong for the glory of Jesus Christ one turn of one 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 turn hallelujah is enough tonight to take you out of your greatest backsliding hallelujah and to make you the greatest apostle he turned once and Peter caught his eyes whose eyes are you catching tonight Bible says he wept but later you know he again went back for fishing you know sometimes people after a backsliding they will never learn learn, learn the lesson they will become foolish when God personally met you God personally said it's fine I've forgiven you spoke to you again he's going for fishing look at somebody and say stop fishing stop fishing but when Jesus came he said I'll teach you the real breakthrough he said put your net on the right side and the Bible says he caught 153 fish oh hallelujah hallelujah the backslidden Peter caught 153 fish, a catch. I asked the Lord, Lord, why is this 153 fish? What, what is the speciality about this? The Lord told me something. He said, Peter never needed a catch again. Hallelujah he needed only one catch for hallelujah for his entire destiny hallelujah to move forward amen god told me some of you are listening to be receiving it by faith there is one catch is enough for the rest of your life that one catch will take care of your life hallelujah for the rest of your life come on somebody that one catch receive it by faith oh Shandera, take it by faith hallelujah one catch is enough you will not need another catcher again. Peter never caught again. He never had the one catch. That one fifty-three fish was enough to take care of the rest of his life. It was a rare species, costly species. I don't know. One catch. Next, you see him on the standing on the day of Pentecost. You will never see him go back for fishing. One catch. Some of you are standing here it says lot of problems, lot of things to pay off, lot of, hallelujah. Mm. So many people that I need to pay off, so many bills, so many things, great dreams, what will I do? I mean waiting, tithing, giving offerings, what will I do? The Lord said one catch, one catch. One catch, one business idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on. One business idea will be enough for your rest of your life and for your children. One catch. No wonder the Lord asked, do you love me more than these? Have you ever thought why the Lord asked, do you love me more than these? How can you equate with some 153 fish? And Jesus, it could have been, it had to be some rare, costly fish to compare itself to the Lord. Come on somebody tonight. Oh, hallelujah. 1 Kings Third example. Uncommon favor in your world.
1: King Solomon in turn gave to the Queen of Sheba everything that she wanted, whatever she asked, besides what he gave to her from his royal bounty. So she returned to her own country, she and her servants.
0: King Solomon in turn, turn, in turn, gave. Queen gave her praise. But you can never outgive Jesus. He gave her more than she gave. She came with a lot of questions, but went back as an another woman. Hallelujah! When King turns to you, you might have have many questions in your heart, but you will go back as another person. The Bible says her spirit could not stand next to King Solomon. Hallelujah. Her spirit completely left her. She lost all her self-confidence. Looking at the magnificent her wisdom that was inside the king. That is the kind of experience that you will have. Your questions will have no relevance to the answer. Yeah, yeah. God is about to give you all. Your relevance is about to change. Your significance will change. Because your questions does not have any relevance anymore. It's all about his answers, his wisdom. The king of kings. Bible says greater than the Solomon is here. Hallelujah. I like this Queen Sheba. You know, she came with like a queen. She, who is another woman? She went back like an, another woman. Who is another woman? Who is another different woman? Submitted woman is another woman. A submitted woman always, hallelujah, have more answers than the questions. Oh, some of you need to take it. This is a little meat. God will make you another woman. God will make you another person. A submitted person. A submitted woman. You can learn from this, this woman. That's why in 2 Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 11. In the amplified version, one Timothy chapter two verse eleven. I like this.
1: A woman must quietly receive instruction with all submissiveness.
0: Uh-huh. speaking about the another woman, and the way, a different type of woman. Hallelujah! Why she must quietly receive instruction with all submissiveness. sometimes people have a difficulty of says a woman ought to be silent in a church. What is that? It's Simple. If you are submitted at home to your husband, in church to your pastor, to your father, if you are a woman who is submitted, you will have more answers than the questions. Oh, come on somebody. You can be silent. You will not be keep... Hallelujah. On saying things that does not make any sense. Hallelujah. She's a submitted woman will never hear devil's voice. Come on. A submitted woman always has the voice coming from the right source, right place that she will never has to hear the voice of the devil. So many women in the church are hearing different voices because they're not submitted. Be like Queen Sheba. Not only women. You can learn from Queen Sheba, certain men need to be submitted to God's voice, God's authority. Then you will never, hallelujah, hear the voice of the devil. Oh, come on, somebody! She became another woman. She has only time to go back and speak about what she saw about the king and his magnificence and his mighty bounty. How he served his own servants uh, with silver spoons and silver uh, 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 vessels. Uh, how they serve. How the even the servants in his house. How they ate so plentiful. Oh, come on, I pray. That kind of an experience will be a portion. Another another experience, another realm, another, other, 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 you're walking in another realm altogether. Your conversations, it's all different. Sometimes people ask me, oh Chaco, you're too spiritual. I don't misunderstand me. I'm not too spiritual. I'm just walking in another realm. Psalm 25, verse 16. Fourth example.
1: Turn to me, Lord, and be gracious to me, for I am alone and afflicted.
0: Turn to me, Lord, and be gracious, be favorable to me, for I am alone and afflicted. The Lord said, He is going to take you out of that root of affliction. Going to change the route. Look at two people and say, My route is going to change. From affliction of continuous attack to a triumphant route of continuous victory. Come on, somebody. Some of you are being continuously attacked, one problem after another, one issue after another, from that kind of a life to a continuous, victorious route the uncommon favor and one more example judges chapter 6 verse 14 judges chapter lord turned to him and said go in the strength of yours and save israel i call gideon special attention cases <laughs> how many of you in church need special attention Some kids are brilliant, but they need special attention. Some of you kids in Petrachas, you're brilliant, but you need special attention. God is giving you today to take you from the Midianite yoke of continuously defeated, continuously asking questions, never seeing the gift within you, always comparing yourself and speaking about what has happened in your past God is about to change your story. God is special attention for you today. Hallelujah! If you are one of those, receive it. There is special attention coming to you. Somebody around the world. Hallelujah. Special attention, special aid is going to come to you. Oh Gideon, you are a man of valor. It's uncommon favor. God's special attention. Certain teachers in school, you don't know why, they give special attention. When 50 students are there, special attention. Because they see something in that boy, nobody sees. That's yours and my assurance. God sees something in you, nobody has seen. Because he put it in. Somebody, some children who need special attention hallelujah from the lord god is sending it tonight supernaturally he's turning himself in into your situation hallelujah he's going to make gideon out of that child in the name of the lord gideon it will be his name mighty man of valor hallelujah praise the lord unlike hallelujah what other people spoke about those child god is going to erase it and going to say mighty man of valor come on somebody he's going to be a leader hallelujah come on god see a leader inside of him let it be stirred up in your child in the name of jesus So what is this uncommon favor? What happens when God turns to you? What is this uncommon favor? What are the results? Hallelujah. It is singling you out for Plenty people, or ple- out of many people, is singling you. God is saying, "It's your time." Staking you out, picking you out, singling you. Bring that boy with five loaf and two fish. Who can see that boy? Five thousand people, men himself and women, little boy's head. God found, he turned. Bring him in. Nathaniel was hiding inside the tree. Says. Nathaniel, before anybody saw you, I saw you singling you in. David was put in the backside, single, bring him up, bring him. Yes, there was somewhere. Bring her out, bring her in, her turn. Come on. God is going to single you in. Hallelujah. He is going to single you and bring you forth for the glory of Jesus Christ. Favor will make you pay a lower price for the same quality of what others are paying highly for without toil or complication. It's happening to you. You're saying it's happening. Look at two people and say it's happening. Hmm. Noah got into God's plan. So many of in his generation, Noah found favor. God singled him out in his generation. He saw something. Elijah, you, you don't know where he came from. Suddenly, he heard the word of the Lord. You don't see about his ancestry or anything. He heard the word of the Lord. He singled him out. I don't know why he was chosen. He was singled him out. Things are happening without human efforts. It looks like from this day you are in a supernatural carrier. A carrier taking you to places. Instead of you reaching for it, toiling it, a wagon. Come on. A wagon taking you to places. Come on. Somebody is lifting up. You will feel a lifting that is coming. Something heavy is feeling. Not heavy at all. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All the heaviness leaving you. Come on. Lord is breaking that spirit of heaviness over your life. Some of us have food to carrying too much of heaviness. I rebuke that spirit of heaviness. It's like a wagon of God. It's like a wind of God lifting you up and with effortless uh, taking you into places where you cannot even reach. Come on somebody. That kind of an experience. Deuteronomy 33, 16 and 17. Call this favor Ratson. We have learned about it. Ratson. Everybody say Ratson. What does this? Deuteronomy 33, 16 and 17.
1: With the precious things of the earth and its fullness and the favor and goodwill of him who dwelt in the bush, let these blessings come upon the head of Joseph and upon the crown of the head of him who was distinguished as a prince among his brothers. His Uh, majesty is like a firstborn. The
0: favor of the one who dwells among the bush, let that favor come on the head of Joseph. Open your mouth and say, let it come upon my head. Hallelujah. Let it come upon my head in the name of Jesus. Let it come upon the head of Joseph. Let it come upon my head in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. When somebody comes and touch your head, you know somebody is touching your head. Hallelujah. When God said, let the favor come upon your head, you know that favor is touching your head. Come on you feel that tangible touch let there be a tangible touch over that head in the name of the Lord may you feel that anointing oil flowing from the inside of you hallelujah may you feel it in your mind come on hallelujah that mental strongholds of that you hallelujah that you uh, uh, are rejected leave your life that you uh, are not uh, uh, wanted leave your life that you you are a lonely person leave your life because the favor is on your head Oh, come on. Hallelujah. Before uncommon favor comes in, uncommon thoughts will take capture over your life. Come on, somebody. Your mindset, I saw last night, Mendel's strongholds being broken. The Lord said, 99% of people's problems here. The devil is ruling us from here. Take every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Know you are the righteousness of God. Cast the thoughts under the blood of the Lamb. Let the blood lift you up. Devil is ruling us from here. Here. He does not have any other source. He is attacking your mind. Favor be on your head. I feel that anointing tonight. Breaking loose. Oh, Hallelujah. The hell's hold over your life is broken right now in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, put your hands together. Give a clap. The hell's hold over your life right now. This moment is broken. The favor of God who dwells in the bush is upon your head. Hallelujah. The same favor came upon Moses. He became a warrior. He became a leader. He became, hallelujah. Oh, deliverer. Come on, somebody. Your, hallelujah. Your, your, your past will not have a say over your life. Because God's hand is over you. It is a territorial favor. A favor of overtaking. on, A territorial favor. Once this favor comes upon you, you will take over everywhere you go. Praise God. devil can't stop you. People can't stop you. You'll take over. God's promises. You will take over territories. You will influence the places that you go with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You will influence with the positivity. You will influence the people with joy and with peace. You will influence them in the right way. You take territory. You take lands. Possessions of the lands God has given you. Oh, hallelujah. I have an interesting verse. Go to Galatians chapter 3. I was not planning to tell you that but I have to tell you this. I have to tell you this. Galatians 3, last scripture. Galatians 3. Hallelujah. One of my favorite words these days. Hallelujah. Keep meditating on it. I want you to meditate on this. Hallelujah. Mm. Oh, hallelujah. And if you belong to Christ, if you are in Him, then you are Abraham's descendants and spiritual heirs according to God's promise. If you are belonging to Christ, if you are in Him, then you are Abraham's descendants, the seed of Abraham. Every blessing that is spoken over Abraham is upon your life. Mm. Hallelujah. Which means when Melchizedek met Abraham, he said Abraham called him the God who possessed the heavens and the earth. El Elyon, the Most High God, the God of the Possessor, the Possessor, one who possesses heaven and earth. He is the one who delivered Abraham. We being the descendants of Abraham, our God is El Elyon and we possess heaven and earth. Come on, somebody. We possess heaven. And we, have re- we have great real estate. Come on, somebody. We are into real estate. We possess heaven and earth. Don't live like a beggar. Don't think like a beggar. Come on. May your minds, I told the scripture, so that your minds be free. Come on. Your minds be free tonight. Your minds be free tonight. Overtaking your favor in the territory that you are living, in the city that you are living In the places that God sends, your favor. Hallelujah. Are you here tonight, church? This favor was released upon Joseph. Psalm 30 says, This favor, when it comes on you, it is for a lifetime. You cannot receive this favor and be defeated. The favor is for lifetime. You cannot receive this favor and lose it because it's for life. The Bible says, you "Cannot lose it." As long as Jesus is on the throat, as long as you're under the blood, it's yours. It's for life. That's what dictates your life. Favor is what should be dictating your life, not bad reports. When David saw the enemies that are coming against them, so many enemies, he never gave upon God. He stood up and spoke this amazing scripture. We all know this Psalm 46:1 in the Christian Standard Bible. It says, "God is our refuge, a strength and a helper, and who is always found in the times of trouble." That's uncommon favor. You will always; He always finds you. He will always help you in the time of trouble. Hallelujah. Always. 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 David knew God will never forsake or forget him. In 1 Samuel 30, he lost everything. And the Bible says, he recovered it all. Come on. Uncommon favor may make you into a recovery mode. Come on. Hallelujah. Some of you are going to be turned into a recovery mode. You're going to get back everything that you have lost and more than what you have lost. Come on. Hallelujah. I set our church in a recovery mode. In the name of Jesus. Set time of God's favor. Let us be in a recovery mode. Hallelujah. Because God's uncommon favor is upon your life. Abraham was operating under this favor. Wherever he went, he overtook. Look at this interesting scripture. Some of us some of the people who read scripture will say, favor ain't fair. You know why? Because of the scripture. Genesis 20 verses 14 to 16. It made me laugh. You know, it made me laugh. It made me laugh and it gave me a lot of confidence. <laughs> Genesis chapter 20 14 to 16.
1: Then uh, Abimelech took sheep and oxen mm. and male and female slaves... And gave them to Abraham and returned Sarah, his wife, to him as God commanded. So Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before you. Settle wherever you please. Then to Sarah he said, Look, I have given his brother of yours a thousand pieces of silver. It is to compensate you for all that has happened and to vindicate your honor before all who are with you. Before all men, you are cleared and compensated.
0: Abraham... Made the mistake and Abimelech had to compensate him. (laughs) Look at look at the uncommon favor (laughs) will come upon your life. You made the mistake, and somebody else has to compensate. The one who you made the mistake still has to compensate you. Come on, somebody. When God, you know, verse 17 is amazing because you know he said Abraham prayed. Now, whatever happened, Abraham prayed. So even his mistakes Abimelech had to compensate him not only him to his wife Abraham lied and Abraham got blessed. Oh Rabba Rabba When a child of God turned to God you have no explanation whatever that happens afterwards. Come on. You asked me to explain the scripture. You asked me to give the theology of scripture. I don't have a theology with it. i just telling you what happened. Come on somebody tonight. When God has chosen you, even your mistakes cannot have a final say over your life. Come on somebody tonight. I don't know whether your faith to receive it, but receive it tonight. Because your life will never be the same again. Hallelujah. It is the goodness of the Lord that makes us uh, to repentance. Hallelujah. Receive this goodness in the name of the Lord. Receive God's mercy in the name of the Lord. Rabba Rabah, Shandara, Bhutavara, Shandara. Victory by the blood of Jesus. only thing that I can learn out of this is Abraham was committed to God even when he made the mistake. He was committed. Now there are two kinds of preaching. I like both. but I'm giving you the second type. There are inspirational preaching. I gave you the inspirational in the beginning. But there is wisdom preaching. This is Wisdom. Be always committed to him. And your life will never, ever be determined by what has happened. Now, why did God turn to Abraham? And we'll finish it and we'll break the bread. few points. Why did God turn to Abraham? I'm just taking a. Abraham's things. Why will God turn to you today? Personalize it. Why will all these blessings going to come to you? Why did it come to Abraham? Why will it come to you? Like we heard, let's activate it. How? God told him, go to the mountain. In uh, Genesis 22. The Bible says, the next moment, the next morning, the next second, there was a movement. And God tells you something. As long as there is movement, that's what God is looking at the church. Let's make it into practical. What is the church? A revival church. Always movement forward. Always movement according to the instructions of God. Why was God turning to this man? Because he believed in movement. Why will uncommon favor come to you? Because of the fact that God knows this favor will make you move come on somebody there is a movement that will come into your world you will not be stagnant somewhere not praying the church or ministry but moving towards eternal goals come on somebody tonight moving towards eternal Bible says he looked to the God whose architect and builder was God himself he looked to the city he was an eternal movement eternal steps even when God blessed him financially there was an eternal step with it come on somebody tonight he, God knows that his favor will not kill you. God knows that his favor will make you make eternal steps unto God. Come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. What kind of steps that you're making? Hmm. Number two, he was a risk taker. The man left, the Bible says everything. He left because of this God, he left he was a risk taker. I mean, he had a nature of taking risk. Otherwise, you know, some risk he took because God told him. Some risk he took because it was in his nature. Otherwise, you know, the risk that he took for God paid off. But look at the risk he took of taking lot with him. That was in his nature. See, this man had risk in his nature. Otherwise, who in the world will take a fighting lot with a huge Ministry. I mean, this man had some risk and some guts. He was, see, Lot was gifted, but he had this created a fight in the camp. But the nature of Abraham was one of risk. He took that risk. But he had a problem with fighting people, they do not have long time vision and they will fail the test they will be saved souls, lost lives. So he was a risk taker. Hallelujah. He stood for his risks. He prayed that his risk will pay off. Somehow his risk of bringing Lord paid off. He'll, at least he was the righteous Lord at the end of the day. Hallelujah risk taking people will always find uncommon favour tithe in the time of lockdown where everybody is asking give, 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 give you are tithing you are giving offerings you are sowing more in the land on the land of famine like Isaac come on somebody tonight Because you're a risk taker. Number three. He was next generation oriented. He was called Abraham's friend. Now Abraham has taught the next generation Isaac something. He taught, you know, we are friends. You We are very close pals. We are very pally. So I'll tell something of God. When God is doing something, shut up and listen to him. Something taught Isaac. I was thinking, Isaac, you know, why this Isaac was, you know, Abraham was tying his hands, putting, you know, he was not foolish. He was putting on the altar table. He was, uh, you know, polishing his knife and this man, Isaac, I mean, this man was silent. He would have said in his heart, Daddy, you taught me silence and now next thing I'm seeing is the knife in my head. Shh Shh I'm telling you some of you Shh Shh Knife Shh Shh Why Pastor Why I'll tell you I just at least let me ask the Lord. Bible says, if whatever you ask in the name of Jesus, he'll do it. Get me out of this. Shh, shh. But let me tell you how the next generation will capture God's vision. Abraham knew if the next generation has to capture the vision, it has to be on the altar. Come on somebody. It has to be on the altar. It has to be on the altar. The next revival is not caught on the stage. It's caught on the altar. Come on somebody. It's caught on the altar. The next generation is not caught. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. In the world it's caught on the altar. It is not for a church going Christian. It's caught on the altar of sacrifice by the mercies of God. Hallelujah. On the Altar. On the altar, painful, questionable, rejected, almost on the verge of losing everything. On the altar, tearing up, tears, sleepless nights. Where are you, O Lord? My daddy taught me. That God will provide. Where is your provision? In your heart. But silently. Going through in the altar. One thing I know. The set time. On the Kairos movement. The angel of favor. Is going to unbind you hallelujah and going to take you into the next level of your life is going to unbind you and going to show you as jehovah jireh my provider hallelujah come on somebody on the altar there is a resurrection there is life that is going to take over you in the name of the law your sight is going to be open the angel of favor is going to open your sight hallelujah the next revival is on the altar. I understood. He knew. Let me tell you all the people in the church if you are listening, if you are given an altar call, an altar message, know that that is the need of the hour. That's where your eyes will be opened. Not as a Sunday Christian, not as a playing church Christian. Not as a worldly Christian. On the altar of worship. Abednego, Meshach, Shadak found the fourth man on the altar. Nebuchadnezzar threw them. They made an altar there. Come on somebody. Paul and Silas. The chains were broken. They were thrown in the jail. They put an altar there. Come on. On the altar is where the devil will lose. Come on, somebody. On the altar. Lift your hands and say, on the altar. It's not the time for sleeping Christians. No, no. On the altar. You have to put that, hallelujah, some pour some water on your face. It's not the time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. God knew he will build an altar. He proved that his love for his family will not stop him from obeying God's instructions. Abraham, he understood that God's love, his love for God is more than anything else. He understood he cannot be the father of nations without Taking, separating him from every fight. Let me tell you, God brought unfavor, un- amazing, uncommon favor because he was not a fighting person. He exited fights. The moment he knew there was a fight between Abraham scam and not scam. He said, separate. Let's separate. I am not a fighting. I have a blessing, a mighty favors in my life. I want to walk in that. I'm not going to bring fights into this scam. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He evaded. He excluded himself from the fight. Because he said, I have a greater call. People who know they have a greater call Will not indulge in fighting. So have a greater call. They wait God to turn to them. You don't need to fight and manipulate. You will wait for the uncommon favor of God to turn to you. Come on tonight in the name of Jesus. And last, time is running out. He was not a small head. What do I mean by that? He in his head always think about God as somebody big. You heard the song. My God is big and so strong. That's why the two servants that went with Abraham after a while Abraham could not take them because these boys were small heads. This is all you can come. Small heads cannot move after a certain level. Uncommon favor comes from the man who thinks that God is above everything. Jesus is above everything. The cross of Calvary is above everything. The power of the Holy Ghost is above everything. The power of the resurrection residing inside of you is above everything. He said, boys, you stay here, but I'm stepping higher. You stay here. The boys did not say a word. Because they can't understand beyond those donkeys. Those are called donkey level. You got your donkey, you are happy. It's a donkey level. I got what I want. I needed the two donkeys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some tongues, some this, some that. Now all the Christianity is go through whatsapp and uh, 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 facebook and go through some songs and listen to every preacher some messages from here some messages from there that's all that they want while Abraham is moving towards mountain these guys are switching on message by message because let me tell you this this is the most important thing Abraham understood the stream where the boys did not understand the stream Every church has got a stream. Every calling, a God has put you in in a particular church because your specific callings has a stream in it. Abraham knew his stream. Lot, while he was in Abraham's stream, he grew rich. Oh, come on somebody. When he went out of it, he made the most stupid of things, he slept with their own daughters. You move out of the stream, you will have struggle and spoken, I mean, unexplainable troubles. These boys staying and Abraham going up stopped the stream. When, I, you know, so many people, I was so touched when pastor said that, Redu spoke it again, but I'm letting in telling you, don't move out of your stream. Don't Waste your time this lockdown to listening A, B, C, D preachers. That's not your syllabus. That's not your stream. There is a danger that you remove the wrong stream. You become rebellious to the church, rebellious to the pastor, very judgmental to other people in the church because of your moved out of the wrong stream. Not the problem is not the preacher who preached. It's the stream that you changed. I say this and finish it. Your uncommon favor is in the stream God has placed you. Come on. Hallelujah. Your uncommon favor is in the stream that God has placed you. Psalm 13 says, they are planted by the stream. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And they will bear fruit in season. Hallelujah. They are planted by the stream and they are st- bear fruit in season. Want to read this? In Acts 2.47, when they were together in the stream, what happened? Acts 2.47.
1: Praising God continually and having favor with all the people. And the Lord kept adding to their number daily those who were being saved.
0: Amen. You can explain that to yourself when you are in the stream. Hallelujah. You will be praising God. Favor with God. Favor with man. An addition addition to your tribe, people will be added, hallelujah, to your life every day, to the church every day, to the revival every day. God will give you opportunity to minister to somebody or the other gospel every day. You will see it, hallelujah, that somebody is waiting for you to speak to them. Hallelujah. That kind. When you are in the stream, evangelization is a must. The church stop evangelization. When they stop, from their stream. When they are in the stream, they have the f- first eye to get people saved. So God bless you. This is the third type of favor. Uncommon favor in your world. Tonight, may God's favor take over your life. May Uncommon favor, unprecedented favor be upon your life as God turns to you tonight in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's close our eyes in prayer.